that's so disheartening to be like, oh, you finally have made it. <laughs> you know, you've you finally been noticed. One time my life was on another lifeline. A curse by the new my health was on decline. I show up as if I'm fine. I ask how you feeling, but guess I am the punchline. Inside a part of me is dying. I wish I could have said I was lying. Welcome back to another episode of the Sugar Crave Show. My couple days have been fantastic. Just coming back from Thanksgiving break. Man, so much food we had. Um, I think Thanksgiving has to be one of my favorite holidays from the mall. I don't know why, but I just love the, like, just that bondness of creating food together as a family. Um, unfortunately, this year I didn't get to spend time with my family up in Washington, but um, it was a little small one. It was just me, Kareen, and our friend Anna, and um, it was small, intimate. It was great, honestly. I loved. There was a point that we were all like cooking together, and it was just so much fun. It was kind of. I felt like I was in like that like a Gordon Ramsay show of like, you know, uh, top chef or some shit. And it was like, it was fun, you know, just, I don't know. I love cooking. Something about cooking just kind of gets me into a zone that I can focus. I can listen to music. Um, we had like this Thanksgiving playlist on Spotify. Check that shit out. That's like the best music playlist that I've listened to for a very, very long time. It wasn't like a holiday theme, but it wasn't like so random. It was it was all these classical musics. Um like, you know, it had Marvin Gaye, it had like, you know, the Bee Gees. It was just like and it had some new stuff too. And it was just a very kind of like soothing music that's like fun to cook with and uh i think those two paired well together like cooking and music um food and music it's just those two pairs are, are so great especially a, an event like that like thanksgiving everything's warm it's you know it's it's just very comforting if that makes sense um but yeah, Thanksgiving, what we did this year, we just had, we didn't want to go over top because for three people, for a whole turkey, that's a lot of meat getting wasted. So what I did this year, I made um, turkey breast. Um, it was a boneless turkey breast and it was kind of hard to find. Um, I wish I went to Whole Foods and found one, but um, we just went to Ralph's and there was one that was pre-marinated and I didn't know till after I bought it and I defrosted it and I was like, what the fuck's on this thing? But luckily I got to wash it off. I put the like, I put some white wine on that bad boy. Here, okay, here. I'm gonna give you guys the sugar tip on how to cook a turkey breast for any events, any uh, party you have. So, okay, so you grab a turkey breast. You can even do this with a whole turkey. Um, shout out to my mom. My mom taught me how to cook. Uh, cook a turkey how to prep it and all that stuff so um so what you grab is you grab that turkey the whole turkey or turkey breast so what i we did what i did i grabbed the turkey breast clean it off um you should always do that with all your meats i learned that when i was working at whole foods you should clean 
all your meats, even your steaks, kind of like rinse them off. Cause there's some, sometimes like when they, you know, cut it on the machine, there's like this like bone residue or even this fat residue that's on top of it. They're supposed to clean it, but um, sometimes they don't. So I, I clean everything, clean my poultry, my meats. And so even my fish too. So I cleaned it, um, trying to get all that marinade off. Um, it was still on there, but I said, fuck it. And so I grab like a plastic bag. You get a trash bag too, um, depending on the size of your meat or of your bird. Um, and then you just put the white wine. Um, what, what kind of white wine? I think we used like a dry white wine. Um, I think Cabernet. Yeah, we used Cabernet. And so um, I doused it. You know you know what I mean? Depending on the whole, tur- like for a whole turkey, I would put a whole bottle in there. And you get like a cheap Cabernet. It doesn't have to be like expensive bottle. You can get like, you can even go to Trader Joe's and get like the $2 ones. So you do that. And you let it um, brine for like overnight. If you can do 24 hours before you cook it. And I swear to God, it helps so much when it comes to letting it, you know, keep the moisture inside. Every time I have turkey anywhere else, it's always fucking dry. And that's, I think that's why people make gravy because fucking turkey gets so dry sometimes that you just need to douse some shit on cranberry or fucking gravy. But I hate that shit. I hate dry fucking turkey i think that's why a lot of people hate turkey because it's so fucking dry sometimes and it's even with the the breast the breast of the usually breast meat is so easily um it's so easy to dry it out when you know not cooking it properly so um brining it helps it keeps the you know juices inside of it and uh it's it's just a great technique and then what i do i what i did this year I I cut some slides um in like like in the middle and stuff and I put butter pieces I put like a couple carrots in there so I did like three slices and I put them like in the middle so just as so when the meat cooks the butter melts inside the the turkey in the middle to kind of keep it more flavor and stuff like that the carrots give it the sweetness um, I don't know, man. This year it came out really great. I put some rosemary, some thyme on top, salt and pepper. Just keep it simple, man. Don't, there's some people that put like fucking cayenne and you know what I mean? That's just not me. I like, for me, I like it to taste herby. I don't know. I just love that flavor on a turkey breast or any, like a whole turkey. Um, I even put oranges too. I put like, I learned that from my grandfather. I saw my grandfather do that one time. And he does that with meat too, with carne asada. He put like oranges on top to keep it that sweetness. And uh, my mom does it too. And um, I thought that was like the cool, like the so interesting how you can mix. Like if you want sh- something sweeter, you don't necessarily have to put like sugar or honey. You can just use fruit. And um, oranges go well with that, and it just it made it it made it so well. And um, yeah, man, it was just so so great. It was relaxing. Um, I think I do like small 
gatherings when it comes to Thanksgiving because you you really don't have to like with myself and Kareen and Anna, we just like know each other so we can just pop up a movie and just like shoot the shit. And like, you know, sometimes when you're in a family or we, you're with like your second family, like, you know, it's your brother-in-law, your brother-in-law's family. And so you have to kind of, you know, entertain everybody. And, you know, the only hardest part about it is just the cooking. I feel like when you're, when it's a small one, you know, it's, it's just getting the food done and make, making it done properly. And then afterwards, you know, you socialize, you, you know, especially if you know one another, you don't have to socialize much, but, um, but th- when it's like a whole big shindig, it's like, it's for me, that's like, that's the hardest part. It's trying to keep everything balanced. So you make sure that everybody's entertained, you know, the food's going well, there's enough food and stuff like that. And this year we made a lot of food just for the three of us, but it was, it was great. I loved it. We were watching fucking, you know, Netflix shows and stuff like that. And it was just like, it was great. I had a great time drinking wine and just, you know, relaxing, not be feeling so stressed because sometimes... I think that's what's not talked about is stress when it comes to family gatherings. Um, especially you come back. I remember I felt this when I came back to Full Sail. Because um, I graduated on Halloween. Um, and then the, the, you know, the following holidays, Thanksgiving. And so when I came back Thanksgiving, it just like, you know, it, it was like, okay, what are you, what are you doing now? You graduate from college. What are you going to do now? And I was like so stressful because I didn't know. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. I didn't know if I was like going to, you know, try to find studio work or try to, you know, move to LA right away and stuff like that. And so it was, it was, it was so stressful to answer people that you feel like you shouldn't be answering to. But it, you know, it's not it's not all bad. It's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like people that you don't care. Like for me, it's, you know, people that I care about and they're asking these questions like, you know, my, my mom and my relatives and, you know, they're asking, Oh, so yay, great. You graduated from school. <laughs> when When's the time to work? And it's true. You do have to work right after you graduate, but that's the hardest, that's the most stressful point of I feel like after a college graduate is like where the fuck am I going to work at and it's going to is it going to pay enough for to pay my rent and my student loans if you have student loans and so that's why I think I kind of stress about certain holidays it's like you go back and now you got to answer like what are you doing what's going on where you know are you guys having kids and stuff like that and it's like I don't know. <laughs> so I, re- I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing right now. I'm taking day by day. I used to, in the past, I used to kind of fantasize in the future rather than just living at the moment. And, um, you know, I'll be telling people, I'll be like, yeah, well, I'm going to be working, um, you know, I'm setting up these projects and stuff, which was true, but it wasn't like, it wasn't currently happening. It was like future plans, which is like, um, to me, I look at it, it's like, it's misconception. It's not really what you are 
necessarily doing, you're planning on doing. And I think it's great, especially if you talk to, you're trying to get people motivated. You're like, hey, you can do that. You, you know, it's, it's time to do it now. You know, you have that thought in your hot, in your mind, do it, you know? But I, I recently, I've just been kind of reinventing myself and just kind of be like, okay, live, since you are struggling living in the future or trying to live in the future, why don't you just live in the current situation you're at. And it's just, for me, it's better. Like yesterday, I just like organized everything. I was like, okay, I need to get super organized, you know, cause I'm semi-organized, but I don't follow my, um, my regimen to, to the T and I need to, or else I get into a funk and that's just me, you know, I, I think it, it could work for you too. If you, so what I did yesterday I'll break it down. Um, so yesterday I just kind of digressed because I was just so stressed out of like trying to get projects done, trying to, because I, I've just been feeling so unmotivated to do a lot of stuff because of the stress level, but it's not the job itself. It's it's because the job itself could be done easily, it, but it's just myself getting to that level of that stress point. And so what I did, I was like, okay, time to clean up everything. Tried to reorganize what I need to do, get on a schedule, follow that schedule. Doesn't have to be, you know, oh, this o'clock, you're going to start doing this. This, you know, at this time, you're going to do this. Just have, start broad, start like, you know, like today, it was like, okay, shoot and edit, you know, the podcast cool. So I'm doing that now. And then afterwards you feel good. You're like, Oh shit. Okay. Cool. I got it done. Um, it was on the schedule. I could get cross it off. Um, that, 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 so I have like three kind of like confirmations. So I have one in my calendar. I have one written down and then I have one, um, on my wall calendar. So that helps me to make sure it's like, okay, you marked it off three times. So it's done. You know, you, you completed it and it feels, if for me, it feels good. I'm like, Oh, full, cool. Even if I get just that one done today, I feel great afterwards. Cause I'm like, Hey, I did something. It's not like I didn't do anything. Cause before I would do stuff and not have a schedule or anything. I would just like even write on my notepad to do. And I would cross it off and I'd be like, at the end of the day, I still feel, would feel like, man, I feel like I didn't do much. I feel like, you know, I was like fucking around and stuff like that. And, um, now it's, it's, it's much better. I'm kind of, kind of re, I don't know how you say it. Like re kind of like reinventing, not reinventing, kind of like, mm, like re, like reinstalling my kind of like reinstalling my to do or my strategies. Um, cause like, you know, it's not working. It wasn't working for the past three, four months and it's put me behind. And so now this new reinventment of, you know, my structure, um, it's, it's so far it's working better and I'm feeling much better. Um, and I think that's the key, guys. It's really the key of trying to find your your structure, your point, and 
where where you can take yourself in the next day, next week, next month, next next several years to the point that will get yourself there either physically, mentally, um, career-wise. Do what you have to do to get you at that level that will make you... For me, I just want to be content. I don't want to be like overly excited. I don't want to be underly, you know, depressed. I just want to be content to where I'm at. And I think that's the goal for, I think for everybody. Finding an affordable recording studio to rent is quite difficult now these days. A lot of them are requiring you to pay a minimum of $50 up to $250 an hour. But luckily I came across this great recording studio called Pirate Studios. They have tons of mini studios in one facility. And what's so cool about it, they're all around the world. They have one here in LA, couple in New York, and quite a bit in Europe. These are great facilities. They have everything that you need microphones, keyboards, monitors, interface. All you need to do is plug in the USB to your laptop and you're ready to go. Luckily, I have a referral code for you guys to use. So if you put promo code RAUL600435, you will get credit and also I will get credit. Once again, this is an amazing studio. I think it'd be great for you guys to check out and let me know what you guys think of your experience at Pirate Studios. But besides that, guys, um. Yeah, Thanksgiving was great. Um, just kind of getting back to my, like a new me, new structure, and just, you know, just kind of getting back into the music, man. Um, a lot of my friends are putting out great music, and it's just like, before I would feel, I mean, to be honest, I would I would feel, I would feel jealous, because I'm like, man, they're releasing music, I'm, I'm here just stuck in my little self, but... Now I'm just like super excited. You know, I have, you know, a good friend, IK, just came out with a new song. Andrea, she just came out with a new track and it's, they're all making great music. And it's just so exciting, you know. You know, speak about fucking music. Uh, I don't know about you guys seen the Grammy nominations. At least I'm going to try to speak for more of the dance world. I don't know, guys. I think it's, there's like... There's like this, uh, a lot of people are upset about the nominations. Uh, let me pull up the nominations right now. So, um, some of them I have never heard of. Just, you know, I mean, to just be honest, I've just never, I, I just never heard of these, you know, I mean, some of these artists and just never heard of the music. And so, um, I'm not going to speak of, being an expert of like oh you know i think so and so but there is some artists that should be on this fucking um should be nominated and they're not and they have you know like one of them is porter robinson this is like it's just so upsetting because like this guy is just a genius genius music producer performance performance artist it was so cool i saw a video of him having like uh like a drum pad and he's going to everybody in the front row and telling them hey push this you know these two to make that you know to make it um to play the song i think it was language i believe um 
but it was so interactive. It was so game changing when it came to a live show. Like you don't see that. Like the the most interactive I've seen is, you know, people jumping in the crowd or spraying champagne bottles and or bringing them on stage and throwing them off the stage. <laughs> like it's like, I, I don't know. For me, it's that was such a game changer when it came to performance what he did there i was like man that's such a fucking genius idea grab the audience and have them play out one of the songs and you know there's there's there it has been done in the past like people playing pushing play on the the dj controller but there's there's never been like you know, performing it in the, sorry, in the electronic world, you, you we definitely seen it in other realms. Like, you know, famously, you know, Foo Fires, Dave Grohl will grab, uh, somebody from the crowd. And, um, he was like, here, grab the guitar and play one of the famous songs or a drummer. Um, but never in the electronic world that I've seen in that realm. So I think there needs to be more categories, not just, you know, best dance electronic recording or best, you know, out al- like album. There needs to be like a performance one. I feel like that'd be such a cool like there needs to be a new new sections instead of just being like, you know, best recording, best album, best, you know, new artists and stuff like that and you know what's so funny with some of the nominations the best new artists those artists has been on the fucking scene for years almost a decade um and so that's that's so disheartening to be like oh you finally have made it <laughs> you know you've, you've finally been noticed by the academy and so i feel like a lot of people just at least for me i feel like you discredit the academy when they're like oh we finally find this new artist it's like no this artist has been out there for years it's just you discredited that artist because they're now famous you know they've been putting out great shit you know you know what i mean there's there needs to be like like a true music award not like how many fucking followers you have on instagram or how many plays you get on spotify like because let's be honest most of those plays most of those artists that get shit loads of plays it's just because of their integrity or the social status it's not necessarily if the music's good or not not saying there isn't top artists that are putting out great music they fucking are like the justin bieber album that was sick you know people can fucking trash on justin bieber but that motherfucker is a hard-working guy and as an electronic world there's so many electronic producers that were on there um skrillex um shindu he's a fucking great producer as well check him out he um co-produced um and peaches with harv um, Harv, another great, great producer. Um, and so that, um, that, you know what I mean? Um, the nominations, I don't, you know, it's tough because sometimes I feel like it's just, you know, a label push, you know, or, you know, someone's paying off somebody with some of these nominations. Cause like, let's be honest, there's like so many other electronic, like 
artists, producers that are out there that are like in some of these lists that need to be on this list. Either you got to make the list bigger or we need to section it off more because there's only two categories. There's best dance electronic recording and then best dance electronic music album. There needs to be like a performance. There needs to be like an underground electronic dance world. I don't know. Um, Because it's hard because with dance music and electronic music, it gets conflict. Because let's be honest, electronic music and, you know, electronic dance music is, you know, it's different. It's not, they do coincide with, you know, some styles with it. But in some other worlds, it's like, doesn't coexist to one with one another. So I think there needs to be more categories. There needs to be more emerging artists because there's tons of emerging artists that are out there. They're like, they're fucking killing it. They're, they just need to be, they need to be on there. And um, maybe, you know, I think the a- AMA, um, they, they do, they do a pretty good job, but I think there needs to be more, more of a, like a niche kind of, I don't know, a niche kind of um, categories, like best performance, like, um, because I know we have the music video awards, but like live performance, uh, creative performance, um, you know what I mean? Like outrageous. I think it would just be fun just to kind of like, like what I was thinking is like, like even a music producer award be like the 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 most sound designer <laughs> producer you know what i mean like the most bassy you know like top bass producer top i don't know top dan the top house producer and stuff like that i think it'd just be cool just to kind of bring people feel proud that they're like in their genre and you know they're not thrown into a, a fucking fucking pile of you know randos it's just like you know what i mean like it's don't get me wrong if i get an arm for a grammy like something like this i'll be i'll be fucking proud but still it's like you know i don't know it's it's tough you can i can say it now but who knows if i if i am get in that position which would be would be it would be honor but also i would definitely fucking put this on put it on my standpoint and be like listen this is like you know yeah I made it but yet there's still tons of artists that are behind me or in front of me that that it just it just do so you know I mean like I feel like I feel like the especially Grammys not a lot of people are seeking them they already know it's all bullshit sometimes and so not sometimes, all the times. And so it's kind of nice that people are not really seeking. Like back in the day, in the 90s, you would want a Grammy. Now I, f- I feel like I see that less. I, I've talked to a lot of people. They're like, oh, I don't give a fuck about the Grammy. As long as people love my music, that's all that matters. And I love that because you're not, you're, not, you're not chasing for something that you might never get. You know, I'm the same way. I'm, I I'm really just want to make great music that I love. And if people, other people love it, hey, Great, that's another plus. If they don't, hey, that's that's part of the game. And so, yeah, I just think the Grammys nomination this year is just uh, it's bogus. <laughs> I think it's just bogus. I just don't, I don't see, 
I don't see the the uniqueness of it. There's no, there's for me. First of all, I just need more categories and just need to be, you know, some some of these artists that I've never heard of. It's great because then now I see them and I'm going to check that out their music. I'm not going to be like, oh fuck those people. I don't know them because that's for me. That's just not person I like. If if I've never heard of that person, I'll check out their music. If that's when I'll, I'll judge them, I'll be like, oh, I like it or it's not for me and stuff. But I don't know. I just think a lot of artists like. Porter Robinson should should definitely definitely be on this list this year because he's definitely had pushed the limits um, on a lot of categories and especially in the electronic dance world. So I don't know. That's that's why I think. But that's pretty much it, guys. I am gonna wrap this shit up. Let you go enjoy the rest of your week. Um, for announcements. I'm coming up with more shit, guys. I'm getting back to the old, old, you know, putting out more content, making sure I'm I'm bringing back the playlist. I haven't been doing the playlist. I've been fucking lazy as fuck. So I'm getting back to that. Um, There's going to be more breakdowns um, for, you know, original music and from, you know, great music that I've been digging up on the playlist. And so I'm going to do more breakdowns and then also more podcasts and Fuck, let me know what categories or topics you want me to discuss on the podcast because I love that. Like today was just the Grammys. I really kind of wanted to talk about that. And then, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, it's always, I feel like it's always nice to kind of share, um, you know, more of the, I like, for me, I like to talk about, you know, more of the deeper insight, more thought, more, you know, mental state kind of topics. Because me, it just, it, I love getting those you know subjects because it's interesting it's really interesting to see how people get you know react or how people you know feel um in certain ter- you know certain situations like you know like that if you can see in my interviews um I always talk about how, how what made you what were you how did you feel when going through such and such or what you know what was the emotion behind this track and stuff cuz I for me it's it's great okay if I know the idea of how you made that song but it's also even great how emotionally it took you there cuz it helps for me it helps the listener or myself to understand the approach of the song and stuff like that but yeah guys so pretty much it we come i'm gonna come out with a new remix pretty soon so stay tuned on that um i'm still making more music um my beats are up on my website on the uh official sugarbrown.com slash beats you could go purchase my tracks there um there's you know exclusive uh licensing so if you buy a beat that is yours, I don't own any percentage of that. That's used yours to keep to do whatever you want, and it's the only copy. You, no one else will have that copy, which is special. I used to do non-exclusive, and it was fucking me at the end because a lot of people were like, "Hey, found this track somewhere else." What the fuck, and I was like, "Ah, shit." So it's all exclusive, so yours to keep, you know. And yeah, guys, I just want to thank you so much. I got the Patreon up and please sign up. It's only a dollar. You get extended versions of this podcast and other podcasts and more content studio, you know, behind the studios and, um, 
Yeah, and pretty much everything. Um, I'll, I'm gonna do more live streams up there, so um, it's just a benefit. And it's just a dollar too. So, um, but thank you guys so much. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, and um, I'll see you guys on the next one.